for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we're broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage on www.twintalkcast.com. And we're also doing it out of the largest radio, internet radio network in the world. That's live365.com. Look for Twin Talk Cast Radio. Anyway, we're so happy you're here with us today again. As we broadcast live to you every week. And we want to thank you for listening to us. We have an awesome show today. Today with us. Listen, today. Tess, we wanted you guys to remind you that Tess Ann Chin is the final contestant and winner of the season five, The Voice. That name. What kind of name is that? That sounds like an Asian name, isn't <laughs> actually, it? Actually, she is... Uh, uh, half Jamaican, half Asian, and she is a doll. I was I was very fortunate to have worked with her on this season. And talk about a sweet, sweet, sweet lady. Awesome. Uh, she's going to be. I mean, uh, she's a winner. We have some music from her from her performances on The Voice. But to talk about the effect and the impact that she had on Jamaica with us today. Ah, uh, uh, Leo. <laughs> Leo Gilling's going to be with us. He is a um, advisory board member of the diaspora of the Jamaican diaspora. Don't ask him what the diaspora is. We'll have to ask him what that is. Diaspora sounds like a tennis shoe. A deodorant. <laughs> Anyways, he's going to talk to us today. I'm really looking forward to talking to him because they were so excited. We have we had uh, media from Jamaica there, and uh, what an impact! <laughs> so we want to talk to him about. They that. were really happy, huh? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, she was a, uh, just a doll. So, uh, uh, you, know, you know, this is the first I hear about this. I honestly did not watch The Voice. I obviously don't watch television, but uh, uh, I missed it. Now you got me excited. Now I want to hear some of her stuff. Uh, eh? uh, well, we're going to play some of that music and uh, and share it with our listeners. Be- yeah. Right also on. tonight, um, as we do every week, straight out of Telemundo and NBC, the girl with the... Uh, the pink headphones and all the skinny and all the news and dirty laundry. We have Jackie Casas with us. What's going to be happening on the news and dirty laundry today? Hey, guys. Tonight on News and Dirty Laundry, controversial comments from the show Duck Dynasty's patriarch, Phil Robertson. I'll let you know all the scandalous words. Also, ladies, are you committing career suicide and don't even know it? I have some expert tips on how to keep you away from the career lunch. And finally, the Pope is a big fan uh, and supports women who breastfeed. Of course. Go yes. On. Go I, on, Pope. I love this man even more. He's all for the tatas. <laughs> I'll tell you why he thinks the tata juice is so important for you. All that and more coming up on News and Dirty Laundry. Uh. That Pope is rocking. I like the tata juice. You know, let me tell you something. I'm a fan of the Tata Juice, lactating woman. Sorry, you're making a face, Jackie. No, I just I'm having audio issues. 
So uh, my brother runs that That's board. Why don't, you, I need to, why don't I need you? Why don't you run them direct instead of the? I do run it. Run it direct for I, I will he, run I it, he, but I need it. Okay. Just I go hear, direct. I hear your guys's, you know, sexy voices except mine. Oh, How so are you there? Here's the I, deal. Here's the deal. Um, I'm, I'm dropping the ball I, on this. I'm listening. Uh, I'm sorry <laughs> that you guys don't hear too well. That 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 headphone bridge is not the best. But on the board, I hear everyone's voices, including mine, crisp clear. That's all that matters. Okay. Okay. Uh, and the board is what goes into the. No, that's not all that matters. I want to hear my voice script clear. I'm what sorry. Well, then maybe, script and clear. <laughs> then, then, <laughs> I want to hear. Then maybe. Uh, okay. Then maybe you can go to somewhere with some of your money outside of our Radio Shack and get a better headphone bridge for us. <laughs> We love you, Radio Shack. It's got duct tape on it, eh? <laughs> <laughs> this is Luis's garage. Are those television tubes? He provides <laughs> he provides good duct tape for us, always. <laughs> yeah, he does. Anyway, Theo Luis has... It's actually gaffer's tape. Come on, everyone. <laughs> we're doing it out of... Theo, well, we're this is Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, and we broadcast out of Theo Luis's garage every week, for those of you who are just jumping on, on TwinTalkCast.com, and... You can call us here. Yeah, we want to let you know that if you want to chat us up throughout the show, you can give us a call the old-fashioned way at 626-275-TWIN. That's 626-275-8946. I'm crossing my fingers on the phone. Eh? So also, you can uh, chat us up on Facebook. Go to Twin Talk Show on Facebook and, and, and leave messages on our wall as we read them throughout the show. Also, on Twitter and on Instagram, we are Twin no. Talk Show. Twinstagram, eh? That, that too. Anyway, I'm still so, crossing my fingers on the phone. So that's what's going on. Angel, call me. Uh, um, last week's show, we want to let you guys know that that show hasn't come up yet. It'll be up this week. Last week's show was awesome. We had comedian and activist Lee Camp. Oh, yeah, dude. He was on our show last week, uh, and he was fantastic uh, talking up. Uh, if you guys haven't heard who he is, you got to check him out. He has a famous um, show on YouTube called A Moment of Clarity. And which she tackles a lot of the uh, political issues in a very comedic and kind of rough around the edges way. And I tell you what, I went to a show. Yeah, tell me about that. I totally missed it. Eh? I couldn't. I, I, you know, I had made a date with you on Sunday. Yeah. So I couldn't make another date with you on, you know, on Only one Saturday. Day, one day a week. One day out a week. <laughs> in fact, that's it. That's like uh, extra credit, eh? Because you already got me like on Tuesdays. <laughs> Saturday, I was with my wife, eh? Well, what happened was, actually, first of all, it was a really good show. Um, I'd, I'd been following his moment of clarity for a while, um, and so I like his stuff, but I was really impressed at how how good he was live. Um, he was even better. He was even better. Here, okay. I have these headphones. These are better. Uh, good? Those are good. Okay. So tell me, it was at, at the fake gallery. Is that right on Mel- Melrose or a small street off of it, Melrose? No, it's on Melrose in East Hollywood, just uh, just east of the 101 freeway in that little kind of Russian area. Okay. Uh, two blocks of galleries, and that's it. Yeah, I, and, I know uh, where it is. It's, it's a, a cool small spot. It's a cool little gallery. Um, and uh, there was a band called Rooftop Revolutions, Roof, Loot Revolutionaries, who are going to be on our show. Um, we, I've invited them to be on our show. Awesome. They're, gonna, they're awesome. And um, there was also... Bring them on already. They're really good. Um, uh, kind of a buzzkill. First of all, I cannot stress enough, if Lee Camp comes to your neighborhood, go to his website, LeeCamp.net. He really is way, even way better in person. I've... Uh, I've, I've Listen to his Moment of Clarity uh, uh, episodes on YouTube. Webisodes. Webisodes on YouTube. 
But on st- and they're pretty cool. I I like it. Where he, I like the GMO one he did, eh? Right, right. I, I think he probably listened to our show on that episode and <laughs> got it from us. But hey, how is he on stage? It, they say he's kind of like George Carlin. What do you think? Well, yeah, of course, because of the political slant, like George Carlin. Uh-huh. Um, his I, I I like George Carlin because he was a very smart. Intelligent comedian. I like his raspy he voice. He was conscious. That's all, eh? But the thing about Lee Camp, which is he's got his own style, the guy can go on a rant. He'll go on rants, rant, 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 rant. And he, at each rant, he escalates to a point where you got he's, the fervor, you get caught up in it. But most importantly, what he says is so dead on. But he says it in a funny fashion. In a funny way. I mean, every one of those, every uh, one of I his rants it, eh? were awesome. And I was thoroughly happy that I went. I was going to go because I like his stuff, but I really, I got to be honest with you, one of the best stand-up routines I have ever seen, and I've seen a lot. Yeah. Way up there. Awesome. So I highly recommend it. Lee Camp. Go to LeeCamp.net. Stay tuned on our podcast. Our podcast will be up this week. Last week's show where he was uh, on Twin Top with Jose and Angel. What's the name of it? You got a name yet? I haven't named it yet. Uh, No, wait. It was a moment of hilarity. Moment of hilarity. Oh, that that one is up. That one is up. Yeah, that one's up. Sorry. That was two weeks ago, wasn't it? I think our board is on. Last week was on a different show. (laughs) Last week we had a different show. Last week we had Melissa Martinez. Angel, I'm looking at the board and that's last week's board. I know. My bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's two weeks boards. Yeah, we had Melissa Martinez, but you know, <laughs> uh, you did go see Lee Camp this yeah, weekend, I did this week, so that was interesting. Go check him out. But that that show with Lee Camp's called A Moment of Hilarity, and it's already up on Twin The one that we had last week was Melissa Martinez from Mass TV and MaxFMRadio.com. FM. You know, it's funny. I'm looking at the board. Angel said he. Angel said he was getting the board. I was going to, eh? But you never told me to do anything. It's my fault too, because I was thinking in my head, "What do you guys? That didn't happen last week. That's my bad. I didn't red flag it. Well, I I didn't red flag it." Angel looked at me right before the show. He goes, "I'm going to get the board right now." Something that affected. So I look at the board now, and I'm reading it. The board is uh, a dry erase board we use to to read the rundown of the show. It kind of keeps us, uh, you know, keeps us on on track. So I was going. The board is like the gold, the tablets of stone brought down from Mount Ararat. <laughs> and so you got to go by the board. <laughs> Mount Ararat. And my brother brought it down from, you know, the guitar stand over there. And I thought it was the gospel. So I'm reading and I go, wait a minute. My bad. <laughs> totally my bad. But Jackie, you don't have to worry about it. Don't, don't blame yourself. You were having difficulties with your uh, headphones. With all my this, headphones. This I was having technical and you're good. We gotta fig- I'm good now. We got to figure that out. Is it your headphone cable? I, I think so. We need to get you Although new headphones. I thought I swapped that I feel out. bad about that because that's terrible. We got her some headphones that janked out too early. <laughs> hey, man. So... Um, uh, that's really awesome. You want to go see Lee Camp? I went and I finally got started on uh, on uh, on uh, Christmas shopping with my wife this weekend. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It was quite enjoyable. Quite, you know, pretty enjoyable. I kept going back and forth to the car, uh, and moving the car because you Why know moving the car. Well, because the park it was parked really far away because there was no parking right. right. Like, and I don't care. I don't mind uh, walking. I I like walking. Eh. <laughs> but uh, but you know, we were like in. Two groups, right? The guys were one group and the girls were in another group. And we like were getting gifts for each other at different times. And okay, then we so you went, in, you went in, so uh, we would you, buy, went in, you went in groups, grocery. I mean, uh, Christmas shopping in, a, in groups. We divide and conquer, eh? Who's we? That's that was my wife and her, and her mother, and <laughs> and then her brother and me. Okay. <laughs> so we were in gender groups, okay? 
hey, hey, follow, go with me on this. Okay, okay. And so then we got gifts for them. They got gifts for us. And so, like, we snuck out. Like, I got gifts for everybody at different times. So at different times I would ditch them mm-hmm. and go to get a gift and then go to the car and then hide it on something Ooh. or under something. And then go back <laughs> inside. Well, and move the car because... You know, I didn't want to be going back to the same car and then people like, they steal gifts. Uh, Good point. Hmm. I mean, I wouldn't. (laughs) Really, I wouldn't. And that's what I did. It was uh, like it was like a chore, but it became. I had a little system to it. Every I time I got closer, and I parked closer to the to the mall. I haven't gone. I haven't gone Christmas shopping because I'm broke. And um, and uh, I'm I'm really pissed off about it. Well, it's okay. You did get really good sales after New Year's. Yeah, but by then. Christmas over. Uh, Reyes Magos. Hello. Dia, Dia de los January Reyes. 6th. Mm-hmm. Dia de los Reyes Magos. Yeah, hey. Show your heritage, eh? There you go. <laughs> and give us some My son's name is Nicholas, <laughs> and my other son's name is Christian. You can't get more Christmas than that. There you go. That's perfect. You know? That works. Anyway, I, I do have something to say that I'm really angry about, and I'm going to say it now. I sat down with the people regarding my health insurance. Thank you, Obama administration. My health insurance is going to double. So I am no longer going to have insurance, and I'm going to pay the fine. Move on to the next scene. Done. Really? Yes. You can't get insurance. That's got to be wrong. You, If you pay the fine at the end of the year, you, sh- you should be able to find insurance that's w- well within the fine. Instead no. of getting paying the fine. No, the fine is so much cheaper. You're better off paying the fine right now. It'll, it'll go up in a couple of years. I don't know. Eh? My insurance is going to be as they're raising it three hundred dollars, an additional three hundred dollars a month. How, how you like that's that? awful. How you like that? Anyway, how was your guys's radio visit? We went to the Jesse Lee Peterson radio show last week. I'm glad you reminded us. Um, the Jesse Lee Peterson coordinated all right, thank guys. You. You, Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, Jess, Jesse Lee Peterson radio show. Uh, they invited us to be on their show to talk about immigration. It was a fantastic show. You guys got to check it out. I'm going to post that as well on our fa- on our wall. We, yeah. I, I just got the link from them. So we have the audio and I will post it on Facebook and I'll post it on our on our website. They actually talked about uh, immigration but, and uh, and Jesse Lee Peterson was really on my brother's butt. Let me tell you, Jesse Lee Peterson and Jose love it, eh? Because they're kind of both like on the conservative we are a conservative. angle, you know? I don't know if they call that right or left. Why do you guys call it right, eh? Are you implying that the left is wrong, eh? Yeah, totally. Or what? What's up with that? Yeah, it's totally left. Anyways, they like to corner you when you're like, and why do they call, why you call me, a, oh, the liberal? You are liberal. No, Charlie, dude. That's, just, that just, is if you're politically inclined. You're, you're, but you're you have liberal. Li- but you have liberal. Um, uh, you have a very liberal ideology. You like to have me be liberal, is what it no, is. No, you. You should listen to this first show. All, I put them in their place. First there, of all, Jackie. Jesse Lee. Peterson. I walked in there. Call me liberal. Call me whatever. But as long as you don't call me late to dinner, eh? <laughs> but I put them in their place, eh? No, here's the deal. Jesse Lee Peterson uh, clearly wanted to talk to my brother more than he wanted to talk to me. Because <laughs> obviously... Uh, he already knew where you stood. Yeah, we, we kind of are, are similar. So uh, he kept he kept jabbing at Angel, which was really entertaining. It was awesome, eh? You found it fascinating. Did it you was have very fun? entertaining. I threw some De La Hoyas on him, you know? Just, it no. was very interesting. 
it was it was a good conversation. I I let him have the it. Jesse Lee Peterson radio show. You can catch it. It's a syndicated uh, radio show on the web. Go to the web. Go to bondaction.org. Check out his show. But we will po- post our audio portion of it this week. You can catch it on our website. On TwinTalkCast.com. Meanwhile, I'm going to post a teaser on our Facebook from the YouTube uh, YouTube clip uh, from his show. So check it out. I'll check it. Check it. So now it's time for your shout-outs because that's what we do at this time. We give you shout-outs. Anyways, I want to give a shout out first, and I'm going to beat my brother on this. Liana, happy birthday, Pichi. Happy birthday to my daughter, Liana Shelpu Alani Hernandez. Shoo! Anyways, happy birthday to you, and also a shout out to Roz Richards. Hey, you were the first like on today's Facebook post. Nice. Hey? I wish I had something to give you, hey, but Merry Christmas, hey, que te pague Dios. Also, <laughs> I want to give a shout out to uh, Frisco Dolly. She's an RRM doll in Northern California. I'm not sure if that's uh, Sacramento, San Francisco, one of the Sants over there. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, I like your page, Frisco. It's been a while. Let's talk. Also, I want to give a shout out to David Hernandez. Good luck on the running homes. No, no, no. He's not running from Sergeant Sheriff Arpeel just because he's a Hernandez. Hey, he's running for San Fernando Council over there. Hey, so good luck, Holmes. There. Also, hey, uh, Stephen Conley. Hey, poked you back, Holmes. I poked you back. Hey, hey you got any shout outs, anybody? I want to give a shout out to my daughter, Nalani Anela Hernandez, who's standing here right now. She just walked into Tio Luis's garage. Did you just walk in from Colorado? <laughs> <laughs> Did she, you get me something? She's Mia? here for the holiday <laughs> out of college, and she brought in a cake that she's going to take to my son, our her brother. Oh, our brother. Her brother for his birthday. Today is his it's birthday. It's his birthday today? Yeah, oh, yes. they have the same birthday. The little one? No, Liana's was yesterday. Oh. The, the big one. And Nicholas's is today. Oh, oh that's right. That's I sweet. forgot about it. And my daughter made like a, a volcano with... Uh, with uh, dinosaurs on it. Is that it, is the cutest. This is your daughter that goes to college in Colorado, right? Yes. Maybe I should try that cake first. Eh? Is it green? Is it a green cake? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> 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 All right, now you're going to take it to Nicholas right now? Uh, talk in the microphone so we can hear you. Talk in the mic. <laughs> so go ahead. Talk in the mic. She's out. Talk in the mic. So you're going to take that to Nicholas? Now, we didn't have anything in the house for. Oh. So, what did you make that cake out of? Pancake mix. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, what did you do there? It's kind of circular, or spherical. I used them the mo- we only had. I used a, uh, the, the cupcake pan. Yeah, I don't. I'm not much of a. So you made a uh, cake out of pancake mix. Yes. With a cupcake can- pan. And the chocolate. These are chocolate rocks. <laughs> chocolate rocks. Chocolate. Peanut butter frosting. Are, are you that poor, Jose? You don't even have cake Dude, mix. Dude, we're so broke. <laughs> but we have two boxes of pancake mix. There you go. And two bottles of ketchup. How does that happen? <laughs> it happens. Now you have a cake. So I, it's I, so cute. He'll love it. It's got dinosaurs on it. Yes. <laughs> hey, take a picture when you go with him. Take a picture of, <laughs> of his. Take my camera. Of his scared face. What is that? <laughs> 
<laughs> it looks like dinosaurs are on top of a mountain. <laughs> An erupting mountain. Or yeah. a mountain of shit. <laughs> no. It does. No, it doesn't. It does. It, doesn't. it looks like shit. I'm going to post it. I mean, shit. I mean, no, not it like doesn't. bad. I mean, it looks like shit, but it doesn't look bad. If it were shit, it'd be darker. <laughs> it's not dark enough. All righty, all righty. So that's, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like a regular That's mountain. a good stool. A dark one is a good stool. Whatever. Baby. It doesn't look like shit. Anyways, <laughs> that's a shout out. I haven't out. seen a dark one in a long time, eh? Anyways, this is time. That's just shout outs brought to you by Aladdin's Jr., the second. And uh, their Mediterranean cuisine and concert lounge in the city of Pomona. That's in downtown Pomona, California. Look them up, eh? All right, we'll be right back with news and dirty laundry. as your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T U-verse. Tune in. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we're broadcasting live from Theo Luis's Garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And we're doing it from the largest internet radio network in the world. That's Live365.com, Twin Talkcast Radio. And now... When you hear that guttural beat that grabs you from the loins. Uh, or massages you. And says, Orale, it's time to listen. <laughs> or from the pelitos of the loins. How's that? It's <laughs> not cool. Not not even appetizing. Hey, but that hurts more, eh? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> it can, eh? It can. It's time for the girl with the skinny on the news and the dirt on the laundry. Whatever. <laughs> The girl with the pink headphones, the girl with the best smile in the room, in the garage, the cutest chick in radio, my friend, <laughs> our colleague from Telemundo and NBC, multimedia journalist, Jackie Casa. Yeah. Hey, Jackie. Hi, guys. I thought it was cute. Before the show, you were talking to your BF on the ro- on the phone. I was. I love you. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't catch it. I was totally listening. Hey, man. I was, <laughs> like, was listening in I had my <laughs> to my conversation. I had my headphones on, and she's right by the mic. 
I didn't realize. <laughs> See, I had very, I had audio problems before I even realized I had right. audio problems because I had no idea that my mic was on. <laughs> Whoopsies. Good thing I wasn't talking That's naughty true. stuff, right? I was just getting the mic check, guys. I Good know, thing. you were talking low enough, but the mic is right up on your uh, mouth there. <laughs> so how was your week, baby? Week has been good. Yeah. Week has been good. Can't believe it. Christmas is a week away. And then a week after that's New Year's. Okay. I'm kind of excited for the New Year. Yeah. I'm not a holidays person per uh, se. So, really? yeah. But I've, you're like a family person. I'm totally, I love family part of it. But I just hate, oh God, I'm not going to go 15 minutes into this. I just, there's just, I hate the fakeness of the Christmas spirit. Whoa. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Hold on a like, second. All of a sudden, oh, let's help out the homeless and uh. feed them dinner. All of a sudden, let's go give the homeless kids, you know, toys. Like, guess what? They're on the street year round. Yeah. <laughs> they need dinner every day, not I just Christmas. Like it. Spoken like it. just like a news desk editor. Because she's doing those stories on a seasonal basis. Uh, yeah. And it's time to go feed the homeless. It's For time to go the last the- week uh-huh. and probably the next week, every single day, some organizations doing a food drive, toy drive, donation for Chris- in the Christmas spirit. I'm like, that's fake. So you got all the ins on that? Let me know. Eh? I got a lot of people that can. <laughs> yeah. We can start, you know, uh, charity jumping. Uh, bring, give me a menu too. I'm gonna say something. Charity That'd be awesome. I actually bring even some. knew. Have you guys heard of the um, Layaway Angels? No. no. Oh wait, I did. The hear Layaway that. Angels. They yes. go to different stores like Walmart or Target who that have like a layaway system. Not Target, like Walmart and Kmart. They have layaway systems, so they'll go during holiday season and they'll pay the tab on someone that has a layaway. Oh yeah. So we actually we know, as news and media, we know where the layaway angels are going to go to oh. before they actually even go. Oh, so you got the inside? Because so, I oh, I gotta go buy something. Tell me where. I do know the insides <laughs> of when the where the layaway angels will pop oh, up, and weird. we actually did have a layaway angel last week here in Southern California. Can you lay away a, a Gucci purse? No, he'll, he'll, is that no. The, which is the one you Walmart want? Walmart doesn't sell Gucci. <laughs> Now let's go back which to this. Is the Maybe like let's go you back. know, so Gucci. Let's go, so, let's so go here, charity jumping. So here's the deal. Here you are talking. These charity angels, these people are legit. Yes. Yes. Now there are, are people out there that, that I've, I saw stories last year where people walk in and they come out like crying because their layaways were paid for. Yes. Come on. That's good. <laughs> I know. It's really sweet and I like it. The effort is, you know, nice. But this doesn't just—it shouldn't just happen during Christmas. I agree, and the but, but Christmas and it's the holidays like all is a good, year round. It's a, a Christmas and the holidays is a time to remind people. No, you should be remind. You should know this shit every day. I agree, but you know what? What better time than the time where we celebrate the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ? Okay. They say. In other words, in but, honor, like, wouldn't it be cool that in honor of your birthday, instead of bringing you all kinds of gifts, be nice to everyone else? But the Lord Jesus. Buddha, the trees, whatever you believe in, they're with you every day. And you should be reminded of them every day and to do good things for people. Let me tell you about the layaway angels. eh? This this is, I mean, come on. It's Christmas or not. When people need something, they need you to to feed them or something. But not what the the PS2 you put on layaway, eh? I mean, what kind of... 
help is that, eh? <laughs> the layaway angels are, put, you know, if they're paying for people's layaways, it could be somebody's PS2. It ain't like they're buying food for the, the needy. You know what I'm saying? No, I hear you. I hear you. So That's true. The, the layaway angels, they're like like uh, girls getting free at bars, eh? You know, put something on layaway at Walmart, you come shopping, eh? I just get annoyed when people say, like, I'm in the Christmas spirit, so I'm going to go help, you know, abuse pets and go take care of them for Christmas Day. Not, no. 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 Here you go. This is for you. Is it a Scrooge song? To put you in the spirit. This is Johnny Mercer and the Pied Pipers. It's a little bit of a remix on a classic. Santa Claus is coming to town. So go ahead. We can talk. So, yeah, that's my two about the holidays. <laughs> but I like, I love the family part. I love spending time with my family and I love eating. Uh, so I like that part about it. But this whole, like, in the Christmas spirit, think of those that don't have a warm home and a plate to eat. Guess what? That's every day, sweetheart. Not just Christmas. I hear you. So spread the cheer all year round. Anyhow. I'm okay. with you on that, Jackie. We should have tamales all year round, eh? We should. Yeah, eh? Although not in July, because I'm really hot in July and tamales. Do you know how to make them, eh? Do you, like, work no, out? You I don't. don't. I am so not experienced in the tamale world. I know no. how to I know how to order them, though. You, you should go. You should join, like, my sisters and my mom and all the girls in our family for the tamale making party. I saw a photo of it. I saw a photo on Facebook they, of the tamale party. Yes, they break out the tequila every year. Nice. I'm going to make sure. That's, that, a, that's a fun way to make tamales, yeah, actually, because I've never seen that at my house. My pretty, mom is the one that she mostly is the dominant one in the tamale making. Uh-huh. However, as the years have gone by, there have been more people involved to help out, like my cousins and my uncle and my sister. But I'll, it used to be just her and my aunt. I'd be happy to help out, eh? Oh, that's just so sweet. The, yeah. Yeah, I'll bring the, I'll bring the cups, eh? And the, <laughs> and the, and the that actually would make a kind of a fun tamale making party. Awesome. <laughs> okay, guys, let's get started with the news and dirty laundry. As you know, since we're talking about Christmas... Let's start off with a Christmas-related story. Fox News host Megan Kelly wants to let all the kids know that Santa Claus and um, Jesus are are white guys. Both white guys. <laughs> Both of them. Yes, she took it upon herself to let the kids know. So Fox News host, uh, like I said, Megan Kelly last week assured children that were viewing her program. She has a show on Fox News um, that both Jesus Christ and Santa Claus were white men, even though some liberals who? may say that they are black or some sort of other who? race. Who is she? She's a host. She's a host on Fox News. She has a show where she host the show, Megan Kelly. Uh, so, uh, I'm sorry, I forgive my uh, ignorance here. I don't, I don't know about uh, Megan uh, Kelly. Pretty Kelly. gal, pretty gal. So she's she, very pretty. Um, there she, was a column that came out uh, last week from a writer, Asia Harris, and she wrote that she had always been confused as a child because the Santa in her home had brown skin like her, but the Santa in the malls and on TV was always white. So she made this case in her article that America should abandon the white 
Santa look and do something maybe more neutral, like a penguin. Like put a penguin in. It's ridiculous. Hey, I, I agree with that because you know that's equal employment, eh? It's ridiculous. You got a white Santa. You don't. You know. Then then if you can have a black one and a brown one, then you can equally employ Santas once a year. Uh, you know they do do yeah. that, but that's a very good point. That's a very good. But you know what? No, I disagree. I well, disagree. She Why? said that making it an an animal. As the Santa uh, versus the old white, you know, bearded male guy uh, would spare millions <laughs> of non-white kids the insecurity and shame oh, that they remember so from their childhood. So, so Megan Kelly was like, back off, bitch. This is ridiculous. She said, quote, she is off the rails, <laughs> quote, with her column. And uh, let's let's uh, let's go ahead and take a listen to oh, exactly what Megan Kelly said. This is so ridiculous. Yet another person claiming it's racist to have a white Santa, you know. And by the way, for all you kids watching at home, Santa just is white. But this person is just arguing that <laughs> that maybe we should we should also have a black Santa. But, you know, Santa is what he is. And just so you know, we're just debating this because someone wrote about a kid. <laughs> that was her. Yes, that was, that was her. her. She <laughs> said that just because it makes you feel uncomfortable doesn't mean it has to change. She's just scared to admit that. There is no Santa. Eh? Uh, here's the deal. Um, I I can understand what Megyn Kelly's doing. The problem is, is, is so many on so many levels. The problem with Megyn Kelly is that, um, like many of those uh, cable networks like Fox News Channel, um, MSNBC, and CNN, they're not using real journalists to do a lot of the shows. Only about an hour of every 24-hour cycle is as real. Listen, dude, 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 I'm talking. Go ahead. I'll talk to you. There's music in the background, dude. Anyway, just like any, just like, Nelsie got me off track. Anyways, <laughs> only about an hour of the 24-hour cycle on cable t- uh, television, the news cycle, is news from the journalists, from reporters. All the other people are talking heads. Megan Kelly's a lawyer. Okay. You know, um, Greta Fancestrin's a lawyer. You know, um... On and on and on. Uh, Anderson Cooper, what did he do? He worked for the CIA as an intern. He's not even a freaking... Don't uh, fuck journalist. with Anderson Cooper. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, I'll fuck with him, <laughs> dude. Don't All don't fucking day him. long. And I Maricon, like Maricon. Anyway, here's hey. the deal. You can't trust him let if me, he's CIA. Let me, let me continue here. What she was trying to do there is obviously spare the kids when she said that. She was trying to speak to the kids. If you're listening, Santa's white. We're just debating this. That was stupid. Stupid comment. I agree with her. Santa, Santa is white. Okay, but Santa she doesn't really. But she didn't be. have to. But that's not the point. <laughs> the point was not to make a commentary. The point was to bring up her panel and let other people talk about it. I'm I'm tripping out on the lady, the lady who said, the other lady who uh-huh. who the, said the columnist, the columnist that that Santa should be like an animal, eh? Like what? Like a wolf? Like I say, <laughs> yeah, make him a wolf, eh? <laughs> What kind of animal would he be? Like, if he I, it's were to ridiculous do that? because the whole idea of Saint Nicholas, Saint Nicholas was was you know a Belgian Nick. bishop or something like that that used to give to the poor to the poor kids. Was so he, he a Belgian? Bishop? So he was actually he actually existed. He's based on a bishop who used to go and, and put toys in the the children's shoes. They would leave the shoes out outside the doors, and he would. That's where the stockings came into play. So make him a Saint Bernard. So, so he that? was a white man. <laughs> You know, Saint. His name was Saint, they call him Sinterklaas. There you go, Saint Bernard, eh? So she also added to um, the whole Santa just 
being what he is, that Jesus was a white man as well. She says uh, he was a <laughs> he was a historical figure. That's a verifiable fact. And uh, so is Santa. So uh, she said, I just want the kids watching <laughs> to know that. But Lourdes chimed in. She says, <laughs> and she says her problem is that she's white and she had a blonde moment. <laughs> the thing is that um, Megan Kelly, That's true. just a reminder, Jesus was a Jew. Yep. And he was from the Mediterranean. That doesn't mean he was not white. So he ate so, rice, rice and hummus, eh? And you go to Tel Aviv, they're of all colors. But the, but I agree with I agree with what you're saying. It doesn't, but it doesn't matter. The real issue is not what Megyn Kelly says. Oh, it's no, the, the real issue. Think about this. This is what's a problem with 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 some. And this, what was that woman's name? The black lady who wrote this. Uh, her name was Aisha, Aisha or Aisha, Aisha Harris. Aisha Harris. Aisha Harris has got a problem. The problem is this. Aisha. Aisha. There you go. Aisha Harris. Damn. Do I must I help every time? <laughs> Let me here's the issue. No, but the issue is not is not that Megan <laughs> Kelly said this. The problem is that Aisha has a problem with it. Too many minorities see color and and uh, it's funny they see color more than white people see color. All uh. you hear all the time is, "Oh, that person's black." There's not a- enough brown people. There's not enough this. Too many white people. Too many of this. White Wh- people don't see color because that's all they're used to. That's what they're used to. See. They're seeing. <laughs> they're used to seeing no color. How could no? Who says? How can you? What speak you for what, How can they, you speak for all white people? How uh, can you say that they say that that's what they see when white people are surrounded by minorities? Well, then you can't say all them all minorities see uh, only the, color. I'm, I'm utilizing this as, this example. The example is that she's, as many times I've seen her do this, you see it all the time. You I'm see, sorry, you too, you but see, you see I'm sorry, you too. You see people about not enough color. Uh, white people are surrounded by colored people I'm sorry. of all colors and shades. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, you guys are half right because uh, uh, both of you are half right and then both of you as a whole are half right. What I mean is people that are seeing in colors or this thing is it's really... It's the media that's showing this. In the real world, yeah, there is some uh, racism, and there also is no racism. It's not that big a deal. The The media is making it a big I deal. I agree with you. I agree and, with and you. When, but what I'm saying is that when you say that, oh, too many times a lot of the uh, minorities. minorities have a issue with racism uh, and uh, and... And other people, the other the majorities don't. What you're basing it on is what the media is feeding everybody and perpetuating it. So, I would venture not. I would watch what I say because you're kind of repeating exactly what. No, but I'm going by what I see. You know what I mean? Because I've got, I've been yeah, out there. You work I've in been, the media, I, but I've been out there and seen it on my in my by my own two eyes. I see it. For instance, we were doing a story recently about Nelson Mandela, and we were at a park where they were having a little bit of rally or something for Nelson Mandela, and we had shot the story, and we need to go edit it and feed it back in so we can get it in time for the newscast. And we had a, a, a black man walk up to our white reporter and talk shit to him because he wasn't out at the rally still getting the whole story. And you couldn't explain to the guy that we don't, we can't stay there because we have a newscast that we have to feed the the package to. The job of a journalist is to go out there and encapsulate the best as he can, 
um, objectively in a 90-second package that needs to be in by a certain deadline so he can be in front of the camera tossing to it. But this guy was implying that because he was white, he was tr- he was refusing to get the real, real story. And I see that kind of stuff all the time. It's ridiculous. And, but it only it, but oh, it's only minorities that get stupid. I but we're talking about minorities right now. Yeah, because that's exactly, what this issue is about. Exactly, and, that, and and I'm sure you've run into people that are majorities, for lack of a better <laughs> term, that are also you know kind yes, of stupid. But but like but going back to what you said. The media only perpetuates the other way around. Exactly. The making the white folk hence, looking like hence, all white people are racist and bigoted. What what she said was dumb, not because I think she's racist, not because I think she's bigoted. But you said but that. Because, no. But you said it, uh, uh, you, you implied it by no, what you said. No, let me finish what I'm saying. I, don't, I, I think it was dumb what she said, not because, of, because I think she's bigoted or racist, but because it was a commentary that she didn't need to make, whether she was talking about the sky being blue or purple, I, or it doesn't matter. It's kind of ridiculous. It, it wasn't unnecessary. It was unnecessary. I, I totally agree with you on that. And the the but the uh, journalist, you know, you're always talking about like journalists are so smart. Like, I never oh, said they're we have, smart. We have all I this never, code of, as a I code. Never said, Hold on a second. I disagree. Hold on with a second. That. Don't Hold even on say a second. That I'm the one. That yeah, said all, that. as a journalist, you know, being never, all ethical. I and never. Shit, they should you know, be ethical. You, that was that was like she was, should have been the bigger person, but of course she had the power. She had the power being in the media. Angel, I'm the first person here before you and even Jackie who puts the media in check because why? I see it and I live it. I'm in the midst of it. I criticize. Oh, yeah. I criticize <laughs> Angel before even more objectively than you. I can criticize the media because I'm in it. Okay, so you criticize it from a viewer who supposedly doesn't even watch TV. I'm a non-viewer. So I how could you? I so could, how could you have a a, a, a very uh, intelligent criticism? I, see, I have a better critique. I have a good one, eh? Because I could see what it's doing to the masses. You once you're out of it, eh? When you're outside the matrix, you can see but, what's going on. But eh? listen to me. I'm speaking from inside where I can see what's going on. That's what I'm, I'm a saying. mole. I am a mole. I am I am keeping the a media mole. in check. Oh and, great, and, now the government And what the media does <laughs> what the media does blows that all out of proportion. All about all the anti white stuff. You, you can't see. be in it to, without getting sucked in, to, eh? Tune in to MSNBC any day you of the week the, and you will hear all kinds of white bashing. It's ridiculous. Pass the carrots. <laughs> so I can see colors better with my beta carotene. All right, Jackie, go on. Oh, Lord. Well, so there you go. That's what Megan Kelly uh, decided to say to our to the kids last week. Okay, moving on, guys. Sa- uh, he, Santa's a St. Bernard, all right? This, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, this is a story that actually just came about of uh, recent... Uh, Duck Dynasty, which is a very, very, very popular show on A&E, has decided to indefinitely suspend its main character uh, or patriarch of the show, Phil Robertson, for some uh, inappropriate comments. Ridiculous. Uh, that he made about the gay community. Okay, saying who, who? Oh, really? I'll let you read this, but I'm so incensed about this story. I've never seen this. I've seen the billboards. Of, what is Duck Dynasty? Duck Dynasty is a family of of these like bearded uh, kind of like trailer park kind of guys that live out in the south. But they created the duck callings, the right, 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 duck calls. 
Okay. Those little duck calls, and they they've they've gotten rich on those duck calling things, and it's and it's a whole family of guys. They all have beards. It's a reality show. They look like ZZ Top. It is. It is a really really. It's a reality show, and it's it's blown up. It's it's going into its fourth season, and it broke like records on how much viewership it gets. What network? What network is A and E? A and E on its uh, on any sort of reality show. Um, So they might be the most popular TV family, but it didn't. uh, That might change now after the backlash that Phil Robertson had received from his comments after an interview with GQ magazine, um, saying that homosexual behavior um, is sinful, along with bestiality, sleeping around with uh, multiple women. And uh, and women and men and more women and men sleeping around. Uh, he did he abbreviate it or you, you, he made, it was I kind of abbreviated it. <laughs> yes, just reading through the text, I did abbreviate it. He uh, said that that was sinful, and um, so he probably should have maybe stopped there. But he kept on going that uh, it's not right that the greedy the homosexual offenders. Uh, the slanderers and the swindlers, they won't inherit the kingdom of God. So he got, the, the show's still on, um, but he got suspended from Yes, the- so the show still, the show's going into its next season. And uh, it, like I said, A&E has just released this today <laughs> that they're going to, um, he's in hiatus indefinitely. So they uh, let the community, let the viewers know that he will be <laughs> in some shows starting the new season, which starts in January. Oh, here's a- However... Um, because filming after it's not. I probably had him in the bag already. Here's my opinion of this. And this is not gay bashing by any means, but um, he quoted, he quoted the Bible. Now I'm not saying that he's necessarily correct and he's a reverend, but you gotta, you've got, you've got to understand that a lot of people grow up with certain creeds and religious beliefs. And the man was standing behind his religious belief. That doesn't necessarily, I mean, let me rephrase, let me go back and say, if if people of color, of different sexual orientation, of religions, expect everyone to have tolerance over their religions, creeds, or sexual orientations, then they need to have the same tolerance over people's beliefs. This man had a belief, and the the, the only thing I, I got to defend him on is that he has, he has the balls to stand behind it and say it in an interview. Because he has convictions. How many people are afraid to say anything nowadays and stand up for what they believe is correct uh, as per their Bible? One other thing he said, which I thought was interesting, talking about race. He said, I never with my eyes saw the mistreatment of any black person, not once. Where we lived as was, farm, was all farmers. The blacks worked for all for the farmers. I hold cotton with them. I'm with the blacks because we're white trash. We're going across the field. They're singing and happy. I never heard one of them, one black person say, I'll tell you what, those doggone white people, not a word. Nice. And then he's saying pre-entitlement, pre-welfare, you say? Were they happy? They were godly. They were happy. No one was singing the blues. And now he's, he's talking about the fact that, uh, that you know black people were happier before pre-entitlement period. But the point, what I'm saying is, I defend the guy because he has conviction Based on the way he interprets the Bible, the way the Bible says, there are millions of people out there who believe that. You know what, though? What? Uh, on the other hand, this isn't gay bashing. On the uh, uh, on on the same token, though, the the uh, television is just is a, is a, is entertainment, and uh, 
if somebody is fronting the bill and they don't want it, then they, they have the right to take it off. Just like he has the right to say and believe and practice what he wants. But television is not like he doesn't own A&E. He's, he's on their payroll. No, that's true. So, you know, they could do whatever but they the want. But the problem is what, that the gauge now, the gauge, the moral gauge is now that you can't even stand up for your religious beliefs. You cannot. But television, hold on a second. It, it, hold on, hold on. Television is, is a tool. It can either be used for good or bad, but it is, uh, but it is not the realm, the only uh, 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 realm of absolute where, uh, where absolutely you, you would display your moral of background. Course, of course. You know what I'm saying? What's it's your, owned what's, by what's the your corporations. Point? What I'm saying is we shouldn't make a big deal about it because I, uh, I what's the word? I have, uh, when I'm suspicious about this because... Uh, the media will use it, or excuse me, the uh, corporations, if you will, the ones who pay for the these big shows and these big channels. Uh, you know, why make a story about it? I'll why tell you the it? problem is it because they want to separate people. Uh, the problem with it is they want to make it seem that it's wrong. No, they, to they, think. Uh, freely, for one, or it's wrong to think there's an agenda, this, or there's an agenda. There's a secular agenda. You can no longer stand no, up for your religion. No, it's not a secular it one. Is. It's a you corporate can no lo- one. You can no longer stand. No, there, you can no longer stand up for your religious yes, beliefs because, because uh, you will be shot down. It's not there a used secular. To, there agenda. used to be a time where you could stand up for your religious beliefs, but now you do it, and what happens? You're not. You're you're ostracized and you're penalized. It's ridiculous. The guy stands up for his religious belief. Agree or not, yeah, but, a but, lot of people believe. Well, religious and personal beliefs because he said that he found the vagina much more appealing than a man's. That was his example. <laughs> he was illustrating. He was illustrating. He was saying he was talking about the fact that but the, that the Bible says that but, it's a, an abomination for a man to sleep with a man. And he said, besides, isn't a, a, I'm paraphrasing. Besides, a vagina is better than a. But, he, but what I'm saying is exactly what he said. Is that you don't think a lot of people fall prey to the to to what is being fed them on some television show or some news story or something via these me- medium of the media, okay? To where they don't pass, they don't make their own judgment. They the people are not thinking, so we can't really comment on his, on this. And he made a good point in back in the day when he was kept picking cotton, the black people that he was with. Never st- he never heard a bad thing. He never saw any of them. Right, right. Because he, I, I bet you there wasn't no uh, internet. I bet you they probably didn't That's watch that much television. I bet you all those What's things. What's your point? My point is this. People think that uh, the, the, uh, the common vote or what is trending on television is how, is how uh, their moral judgment sways. The problem that- is, is based on that. So what I'm saying is turn off the freaking TV and, and you probably wouldn't but be that's talking my about point, this Angel, right But that's my point. The media is so powerful. You're not going to, Angel, you're not, okay, you're never going to get people to turn off the TV. I'm sorry. The media is, per, is permeating <laughs> everything, whether it's in the internet, your smartphones, or your television. Live in the reality, Angel. You're not going to happen. So what, what you got to do is not let people, not let the media uh, be the moral gauge for everyone. If someone wants to Indeed. express, they, you know what? GQ asked him, and he and he stood up. He wasn't. But he was, let token. me finish. He wasn't a pussy about it. But he's, I, but hey, you, you just ranted, bro. 
He he wasn't a pussy about it. He said what he believed based on um, uh, clearly on, on the Bible and uh, the way he interpreted the Bible. You know what? He had the balls to freaking say it, dude. You know what? I agree with you. The the media should not you know govern what the moral morale should be out there. But moral, people, moral, not morale, whatever. But people are using it as a gauge. That's it's a two thing. It's a twofold thing. It's but, not a. It's but you're different. never going to change that. So you got to you know not let the media or people you know uh, uh, all of a sudden uh, censor your beliefs, your creed. You know. All right. Anyway, on to the next one. It pisses me off. <laughs> uh, not gay bashing, but come on, people. You want you want tolerance? You got to give tolerance. You know what I'm saying? You generalize you want, every no, time you say I, that. No, no. Jose. How often does you that happen? Angel, I, you, you want tolerance, you got to give tolerance. You want people to respect your beliefs, then you got to respect some other people's beliefs too. The guy spoke, you know what? As a matter of fact, what if it's just a publicity stunt? You're getting your your panties in the knot over a publicity stunt. It's ridiculous. The guy has Jose. apparently has strong convictions. Let him stand by it. Does it hurt you? It doesn't hurt you. Move on. If it were a publicity stunt, that'd be a really sad way <laughs> to have have one because those those words, even though it is his beliefs, it could be hurtful to people. Those words could oh, be hurtful to people to up, say that people. they're grow up. People. They're saying that men and women are meant to be together. What about the nine year old little boy that has issues with his sexuality and his favorite show is Duck Dynasty? And Phil Robertson is sorry. now saying that sorry. he you know is sorry. a sin sorry. in the That's eyes a of good, God. Sorry. Hey, Jose, sorry. Jose, you ranted That's already. You ranted around. I totally agree with Jackie, and that's where when when you toss the word respect, respect, respect. I don't think that the word respect is is it should be tossed out like that. Re, uh, uh, and and be careful uh, dwelling within such a dwelling a limit, within uh, dwelling, dwelling within my dwelling cave. within dwelling, dwelling within like a hermit the confines in my cave. of that word respect. Because all it is is a principle, and it's and you should be able to work move within compassion, which is which is wait. So we should boundaries. Res- so should we respect people? Is what you're saying? What, what I'm respect, saying, you're, you're, what di- I, you're diminishing the word or the the, the because uh, respect the, uh, the respect is res- respect well, because you always co- get into like oh respect this and respect that. You know, you know it's funny. You always say you always you always like I always do this because Jackie's posture is so much more. Uh, uh, with what she said about hurting not, people's feelings. Here's the deal. The about nine, people. Hold on. No. Here's the deal here, Jose. You be quiet. Is that that's... You be quiet. Because walking in compassion and in love then uh, is a respectful thing. However, it's not... It's it's When you talk about respect, being respectful, that can be devoid of compassion okay, so and here love. we go. But compassion and love has respect within okay, it. To you go understand back, what I'm saying? To, to go back, and so, to go and back so, what Jackie was saying. What, Jack, what Jackie was saying. Her example was, poor nine-year-old boy who might be whatever. Maybe he lives okay. in the South. Okay, He's so, a down low, so, okay, doesn't know about his homosexuality. But, but, the show is shot in the South. But let me he looks to the Duck Dynasty show. Let me show. finish. Let me get to the point. He did an interview with GQ. Mm-hmm. A GQ is not a magazine for kids. It's a magazine for mostly no, men. No, but this adult, is out there. Yeah. And now he's not going to be in the show. And, and so that know, nine-year-old boy is going to be like, why know, isn't Phil wanna, in the show? Do you want to know why it's out there? I'll tell you why it's out there, why people are pissed off, why the nine-year-old is hearing about it that you talk about. the Because he turned into twin talk with Jose. You know why the fabled nine-year-old, <laughs> that fabled nine-year-old is, would, will probably hear it now? Because 
the um, GLAD organization took that and put it all over the media saying, look how horrible it is. Now, it's all over the place, and we're talking about it. And it would have just stayed in a magazine that mostly men read, not nine-year-old, fabled nine-year-old gay boys. So um, the point is, it's not meant for the kid. And the guy is a man who has a, is a, 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 his own beliefs. If if the media didn't want it out there, they shouldn't ask the question. You know they ask those questions for those reasons. They want him to say shit like that. And you know what? Let the man have his beliefs. The poor nine-year-old gay fabled kid, he's got his parents to deal with with that. He's got bigger fish to fry if he's nine years old and gay because he might be persecuted in his own school because whatever reason. The thing is, I'm sick and tired of people standing up for their religious beliefs and being persecuted for it, whether you agree with it or not. Duck Dynasty wasn't hurting anybody. He was he was calling ducks. Uh, I wonder sake. if they sell duck butter. Maybe. I don't know. I don't even know about Duck Dynasty until <laughs> just recently. I didn't I didn't Do you know what duck butter is? <laughs> no. Oh, did I miss that one? Did that one just fly over my head and I didn't yep. realize it? Yep. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> well, if it's a patriarchal show, there's plenty of duck butter, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, moving on, guys. We're listening to that lovely voice of the season five winner of NBC singing competition, The Voice. Last night, the winner was revealed, and it's 28-year-old Tessine Chin. Tessan, Tessan. Tessan, I'm sorry, Chin, <laughs> uh, who is from Kingston, Jamaica. Yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah, dude. she's from Jamaica, and she won the title for herself and coach Adam Levine. Right on. She well, was on Adam's team then. Yeah, she was on Adam's team. Now, let me tell you, she's a doll. And she's a really sweet lady. I got to work with her throughout the voice. Every day, very humble and beautiful. And just, as you can see, a very beautiful voice. Is she tall? Is she... No, she's about, you know, she, she's a regular height. Beautiful girl. Uh, let's hear a little bit of her. <laughs> let's hear a little bit of her voice before we go on to the, next, to the phone call. It's just a part of Anyway, needless to say, Tessan Chin became the pride of Jamaica, man. Right on, dude. And, uh, you know, I, I had no idea. I don't watch television, but this is great news to me. I got to tell you, I've been covering The Voice for uh, several seasons now. And it's always full of, uh, of media, but we had the media from Jamaica, man. Oh, right on. That were there. And uh, with us today on the, on the phone with Twin Talk with Jose and Angel is Leo Gilling. He is a uh, advisory board member of the Jamaican diaspora, and he's uh, with us today. Uh, uh, hey, Mr. Leo Gilling, how are you, my man? Hey, I'm here. Good to, good to hear you. Nice to meet you yesterday. Real, ple <laughs> real pleasure to meet you, too. I got to tell you, I was filled with joy to see your reaction and the media from Jamaica's reaction when she was named The Voice. Tell us about that. <laughs> well, um, 
it's almost like a tradition now in Jamaica when there there are big moments like this that in the center of Kingston the entire Kingston comes out into the middle of the street awesome. and uh, start hitting pans and bottles and make noise and stuff so last <laughs> night we were watching on screen um, uh, while they, they, they started uh, emerging onto the scene and when Kassan was named the voice that place went into uproar it was really 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 a special moment to make. <laughs> that's great that's great so tell us about Tessan she had a, a modicum of success already in Jamaica yes Tessan's family is a sing is a singer's family she has a sister by the name of Tammy uh-huh. that took that, that took Jamaica by storm earlier you know five six seven years ago but then um Tessan started coming out. She was she was doing backup for uh, Jimmy Cliff. I'm sure you know about Jimmy Cliff. Yes, yes. Jimmy Cliff. And uh, yes, yes. And um, and and I think uh, uh, Shaggy Shaggy identified her. They, they they sang a song together, and he said, "Hey, go ahead and and, and apply to go sing on the, on the Voice." And that she did just that, and here we are, man. She is on top of the world right now. <laughs> Tell us about the fact that you helped mobilize the Jamaican community. And did you in America to, or in yes. the world to vote for Tessan? Tell us about this. <laughs> well, we we use um, uh, um, uh, the social network, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all all of these, and um, uh, East Coast, West Coast. There's a gentleman by the name of uh, Marlon Hill. Who started it? He called me up and said, "Leo, we gotta start uh, mobilizing these uh, Jamaicans across the United States." So um, we started having Twitter parties. We contacted restaurants, Jamaican restaurants uh, across the the network, and asked them to host Twitter parties. And so each <laughs> each restaurant in New York, there are probably about five or six restaurants in New York, four or five in in uh, in Florida. They had them in Texas, Colorado. Los Angeles over at Derek's Jamaican restaurant in, in Inglewood and um, right across the network. And every Monday night for about six weeks, we will, would all converge upon these restaurants, watch the sun, make noise, blow fifi, pass off the vote. And we all voted and we, we, we post on Twitter and, and um, on Facebook and just tell people vote, vote. By the tunes, by the tunes, and so that's what we did. And uh, I, I mean, it wasn't just about the Jamaicans; it was it's about Americans too. Uh, Tessan Wheeling also gave us the the, the the thought. You know, we always know that America and Jamaica has a good good relationship, except around uh, 2008 Olympics, by the way. But uh, <laughs> but uh, we always. Have... <laughs> I, I, I have been um, I've been doing uh, a few radio spots today yesterday and um, and they asked me what do you call this moment and I and I said um, Boltesque um, B-O-L-T-E-S-Q-U-E oh, moment Usain Boltesque <laughs> yes <laughs> hey, uh, hey uh, Leo those those parties, I wish I would have known about those Monday night parties. I think they were, they're probably, they sound like fun. Uh, but yes, it, this yes. is, this is Angel, uh, redemption song. Did, did your, did the Jamaican community 
you know, were they very receptive of her uh, uh, interpretation of that? All right. So w- w- before, uh, you know, all the way up to when they had 10 um, uh, contestants left, uh, there was a, um, a buzz in and around the four judges that, uh, um, you know, Tessan should, should do a reggae song, you know, something like that. But um, most Jamaicans were kind of skeptical because they weren't so sure whether or not she sings a reggae song that's not general population in America. If it's going to turn turn them off because, you know, we don't know. Uh-huh. We, we don't know what to expect. This is the first time we're getting here. Uh-huh. Right? And so, um, you know, Tessan has this, this, this talent that when she sings, after she sings the first verse, just like the original singer, yeah. then she takes the second verse and makes it her own. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we were no, we didn't know what to expect, but when she got into that second verse, we said, yes, it's done. <laughs> awesome. I agree with you. It's, you know? it's such an awesome, awesome song from the great uh, Bob Marty, and... A good choice by her, but you know what? Uh, but you know, Tessan. This season was replete with T- Tessan greats. For instance, she did uh, some very, uh, you know, like uh, popular culture songs, like right. "Bridge Over Troubled Waters," which was, yes. uh, you know, a folk song from the '60s, '70s, and just made that one her own as well. We're gonna play a little bit of it right now. So please stand by here. All right, good. song always gives me the chills and the way she did it it's amazing so oh, well, how, you know, go ahead go ahead go ahead the, the the cute part of that song was um while i was in the press room I, i'm not so sure if you guys were there monday night when, <laughs> when when she did that song right i was wondering where are they going with this song i, I mean this song you know it's it's one of those 60s yeah um you know it's songs that 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 people Sing when they're in trouble, you know. I, I mean, when they're not feeling well, and and it, it's during the time when when hippies were, you know, were, were masking Americans. So, I, but and then all of a sudden, I hear the reggae beat drop. Yes, <laughs> and the entire audience just went crazy. <laughs> so it was a very nice touch. And then I saw Adam doing his his reggae version also. Yes. It was pretty cool. It was very very nice. Very, so let, very let nice. me ask you this: She um. She um, um, clearly, uh, you are a fan of hers from the beginning. Um, but do you think that she finally clinched it when she did that uh, Whitney Houston song, which is usually the kiss of death on this type of show? Actually, um, I think I think that's where she separated herself from Jackie. Right, Jackie. Uh, I think, and I think Jackie came out a little bit weak with her first song. Uh, right, and. You know, and and then and then when this lady, you know, everybody is afraid of doing 
beast. What, what's your name? Whitney um, Houston. Whitney Houston song. Yeah. Nobody wants to touch it for two reasons. One, she hits very high notes, and two, out of respect, they want to keep it the way it is. No, nah, they're but just once, they're, they're just scared of Bobby Brown, eh? <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. No. <laughs> uh, but but then when she when she when she hit that last note. On uh, on Whitney Houston's song, that's when both ran across the the, the, the finish line at nine point five. Right? <laughs> what what an amazing! That was the first time I saw as I covered uh, uh, the Voice for several seasons. That's the first time I saw the media in the media compound give the artist an ovation because the media, the media is usually very jaded. Sometimes they, yes. even, they even make fun of the of the, of the, of yes. the performances, <laughs> but everyone gave her an ovation after this song. Yes. It was amazing. So, it was great. Be, now, before it we let great. you go, uh, before we let you go, is there anything else you want to add to our listen uh, for our listeners? Yes, I, I mean, uh, you know, you asked me a question by this evening, and uh, and, and I didn't answer, but because I had to take some time to think about it, uh, you asked me. What does um, uh, Tassan's winning the voice mean to Jamaica right. and Jamaicans? Right. Well, you know, um, we we don't have a lot of of, uh, of of equipment in learning, and I'm going to give you a couple of reasons. Right? What a couple of a couple of thoughts. Right? Okay. Um, music is 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 a, is a powerful tool for Jamaicans. Um, it, it it is what we use when we go go to the agricultural field when we go to cultivate. People sing in the fields, right? Or they have their record player playing. Right. It's a, when we are in in prep school, we learn singing music. We we learn by by or, or math and English by singing, and 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 this is giving us hope. It opens our eyes. Not just about track and field, not just about food, not just about academics, not just about the other things that jerk chicken that jerk blood people that Jamaica knows us about. Right. It also opens up the opportunity now for people to see Jamaicans as as absolute talented singers as right. they've been over the years. Right on. I'll tell you what. So we're happy for that. And very joyful. <laughs> well, you know, Leo Gilling, thank you so much for being with us on the radio uh, with Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. It's a real honor to speak to you. Thank you for taking uh, accepting our invitation so short notice. Hey, Leo, Jose, Absolutely. thank you. Leo, Jose and I have a question. Eh? What's the, di- the, the Jamaican diaspora? Diaspora. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, uh, the, the diaspora, the word diaspora means it's for people who have left their original homeland oh. and are now living into another home that they make their own, right? Uh-huh. And so uh, there's a movement here. Jamaica has 2.8 million people at home. Uh-huh. There are um, 3 million Jamaicans outside of Jamaica. Wow. So we have a total of about 7 million. Wow. So uh, our effort, like right now, I am... I am I am pulling a drive right now, an initiative right now, to go back to Jamaica with delegation of over 30 people to start what is called an education summit. It's going to be in February, and we're trying to, to, to transform education to help kids 
to 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 be something, to be somebody through through education. Awesome. So, Leo, that, Leo, do you yes. want do you want to give our listeners a uh, website or a Facebook page that they can go to and maybe uh, uh, assist or donate or help? Please just, just go to Facebook and become a friend of Leo Gilling. I, it's easy. And then on my page, I have several hit, several um, other links to, to to pages and blogs for um, the Jamaica diaspora, and, and 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 also we have an ambassador in 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 the in Washington D.C. that's driving these initiatives. So if you go onto Jamaican ambassadors the website, you'll see all of these initiatives. But if you become a friend of mine, I have over uh, twenty five hundred friends on on Facebook. Go to a Le- friend of mine on Facebook. Yeah, You'll Leo Gilling. That's L E O G I L L I N G. Looks like you have two pages. Yes, I do. I have a State Farm page and a, and my own personal page. Okay, so let's go to go to Leo Gilling. L E O G I L L I N G. There's also pictures of Leo at the uh, at the Voice. I see him right now. Way to go, Leo! Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Thank hey, you, man. <laughs> hey, come into the garage sometime, Leo. Yeah, we we like, welcome. I, to do that, I'd love to come hang with you one of these days. Please do. Just let me know. Please do. And you know what? Stay in touch with us once again. Thank you for being on the radio show on such short notice, and we wish you much luck. All right, man. Take care. All right, and now we're going to listen to that awesome song, the rendition of Whitney Houston's I Don't Have You by Tessan Chin.
And now it's time for uh, that moment in the show where the segment in the show where I get to rant a little bit because my brother doesn't like it when I do. It's the white Santa moment. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. This is called this is my Patriot Pass. I cannot be silenced. My conscience will not allow it. Most important, my obligation to my loved ones compel me. But alas, I acquiesce. To the spirit, I give in. To the hope. In the midst of holiday cheer and chaos, I will spare you from the reality. For what matters is the now. Now is the time to lose oneself in the bosom of one's family, to share a laugh and a happy tear with an acquaintance or two. For now is the time we celebrate His Spirit, His manifestation of love on this planet, our world, His world. Ladies and gentlemen, Merry Christmas. That was Jose doing his Patriot Pass. It's a little bit of a tangent this time, eh? Kind of on the spirit. A tangent? What the heck? I, I don't know. I think that I used that appropriately. I've never used that before. Tangent. A little on the tangent. That's what we were, huh? Like in the placenta? We were like a tangent together, huh? Whatever. When we came out, we are like, okay, who's going to pull the ripcord on this one? <laughs> All right, we'll be right back with some more news and dirty laundry. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Uh, you heard it. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we broadcast every every Tuesday night. We're going back to Tuesday night. Back to Tuesday because Tuesdays is Wednesday. We're going to be taking a Christmas break after this show, but we'll be back right after Christmas uh, on Tuesdays once again. Tuesdays and Tuesdays. Awesome. It's well, a holiday break because it's Christmas and then New Year's. And then New Year's. So we're taking a holiday break for Christmas and New Year's. But and we'll be back after New Year. So is that two weeks yes. in a row? Yeah, two weeks. Awesome. We get Christmas vacation eh, on Twin Talk. Eh? I don't know about you, but I work my ass off. I don't get a vacation. Eh. Anyway, now it's time <laughs> to go back to uh, Jackie Casas with the news and dirty laundry. <laughs> did you did you like that one, Jackie? That was an invisible backhand to you. <laughs> back, <Man>. to, <laughs> back to the news and dirty laundry. What's up, Jackie? <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> Moving on. A Texas judge is feeling the pressure after giving an affluenza uh, uh-huh. affluenza 
judgment on a teen drunk driver. This happened. Uh, a, a pre- this Texas judge is being pressured to revisit her decision to give this rich teenager, 16 year old guy from Texas, affluenza. Uh, affluenza, which is a non medical term for people whose wealth insulates them from consequence. Oh, so affluence. Uh. There you go. Um, this teen drunk driver, he killed four people and paralyzed another. Oh, shit. Injuring nine in total. Wow. Yes. So this uh, this happened in Texas, and prosecutors point out that the, the judge, Gene Boyd, declined to sentence 16-year-old Ethan Couch on two intoxication assault charges, to which he did plead guilty. Uh, meaning that she still could have given the teenager up to three years in a Texas juvenile detention. She decided to instead sentence him to 10 years of probation and stay in an exclusive California drug treatment facility um, instead of the 20 years in prison that the prosecutors had Uh, demanded. They were trying to get 20 years in Uh, prison? Let me tell you this facility in California that uh, she wants to send him to. It's... uh, the treatments and activities that they have is therapy with horses and massages to help addicts turn their lives and around. And so what grounds did she, did she not, did the judge Because not? she felt that there was no program in jail that could actually rehabilitate him. Here's so the there deal. was no point in sending the him do- to jail. The, he's a, re- a son of a very, very wealthy family. And so they got a, ver- a specialist doctor to say that he was suffering from affluenza so he could... Because of his affluence, he couldn't—he didn't have a moral gauge. He didn't know what was right or wrong. And believe it or not, affluenza is actually a condition that is already, according to Wikipedia, because we know Wikipedia is, is the gospel. But according to Wikipedia, what's well, a non-medical term? According to Jackie Wik- just said that already. According yeah. to Wikipedia, Fuck Wikipedia. According to Wikipedia, <laughs> there was a book called "The Book Affluenza." Which is affluenza, the all-consuming epidemic, defines it as a painful, contagious, socially transmitted condition of overload, debt, anxiety, and waste resulting resulting from in, the in dogged, spoiled rich kids re, resulting from the dogged pursuit of more. So basically, so, uh, they're just spoiled rich kids. Yes, the, the psychologist. Um, I guess so. That testified. Uh, said that Ethan's parents, the teenager, had never set any boundaries for him, giving him whatever he wanted, including his own party pad, while leaving him Ridiculous. to take care of himself. Ridiculous. Which, according to the psychologist, said that it left him tragically unable to comprehend the relationship between action and consequence. You know what? I, I think that the def- I can barely hear myself. Am I okay? No, yeah, you're fine, dude. I, last time I said that, I wasn't on the on the podcast. But but you know what? You know, I lost my train of thought. Cause I you want to do the sound then, bro? Come do the fucking sound, dude. No. You're killing me. You know what? I think it's kind of silly, uh, you know, that he would get off so easy. It's obvious, you know, he had a good lawyer. Yes, the prosecutors and family members of the victims uh, said that the court, by not giving him jail time, was simply reinforcing that because of his wealth, he would never really it's get ridiculous. into any trouble. I agree. Here's, a, That's here's the deal. Very uh, true. It, it sets, he should pay for his... It sets a very dangerous pe- precedent. 
but you know how many rich kids are already been, been getting off just because by virtue of having the best lawyers possible now not only they're going to get off because they have lawyers that can talk the way out now they actually have a condition a condition that they can go to a precedent for a, right. condition, because, a medical condition because the, the lawyer could pre- could totally cite the because uh, already said there's yeah. already set precedent so now they can say because he's so rich he didn't know it was right or wrong I, I another think that the another judge, separation of class the separation of the elite against the uh, the rest of us that I think that uh, however I do think that the the judge makes a good point uh, considering his age. Uh, and the fact that he's probably cuckoo because he he has this affluenza that, but not only for him, but everyone else, there is not indeed good programs in, in the prisons out there to help uh, e- whether you're rich or poor. So that's a good point. So unfortunately, she, she obviously seen it. Uh, had a moment of clarity with uh, a, a rich moment kid. of clarity. Here's the deal: the the parents obviously don't want to see his kid, their kid, go to jail. But he did they, plead uh, guilty. Yeah, I know he pled guilty, and you know what? They don't want him to go to jail in spite of it all, knowing that he killed people and everything. And you know why? Because, and not only I believe this is my pers- my speculation that not only does it have to do with the fact that what parent wants to see their kids go to jail, but they probably feel responsible uh, that. That if my they, they kid, my 16-year-old kid, they, killed four people, hold on, hold on, drove drunk three on. times over the limit, your ass better be in jail. Hold on. The point, <laughs> my, my point is after, this. After the my point is this. They probably feel responsible, too, because they finally realize, wow, all these years of not giving them boundaries, not setting any strict uh, uh, guidelines has led to this, and now we are partly responsible for killing those four people because perhaps mm-hmm. had we taught them and, and raised them with discipline, yeah. He might have not done this, so it's partly a guilt trip for themselves. If they want to do what, if they want to do the right thing, they should go to jail too. I yeah. agree with you on that. Instead of trying to absolve the child of responsibility by doing that, they're trying to absolve themselves of responsibility. It's ridiculous. It's a separation the, of the, class. The, par- the parents uh, obviously have a condition of affluenza. Yeah, yeah. There you go. It's disgusting. And the judge herself has commented that she. Well, she said she's not going to comment about it and still hasn't changed her decision for any response after the outrage that the uh, sentencing uh, came about. Um, so it's really, really sad. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You should have. Hey, you should have. You, you should have sick the uh, the black guy that was harassing your uh, <laughs> your news truck over at the Mandela <laughs> thing. All right, on to the next thing. Okay, guys, let's move on. Let's move on to, I swear he is my favorite person now. He's just turned into my favorite, Pope Francis. <laughs> From the uh, Catholic Church, he is in support of public breastfeeding. Oh, public f- breastfeeding. Public breastfeeding. I didn't hear that last time when you said it. He, public? Yes, he is all for it. Really? Which, you know, as we know, as of recent, public breastfeeding has come about where women have been kicked out of establishments because of their breastfeeding, even though they are covered up with some sort of uh, blanket or cover. There's been videos that have gone on YouTube where they are literally being kicked out of businesses. Of course, the Pope is going to be for that because he's the Pope. He cannot turn on porn, and he can't have any girly magazines oh, to take no. a peek. His reason so is that he could k- cop a peek on some breastfeeding. <laughs> mom. I, I have no problem with women breastfeeding in public as long as they cover. Because you know, there's there is a decorum, there is a uh, uh, there's a proper way to to, to 
you know, present yourself. I have no problem with the breasts. I don't have a problem with the lactation. I don't have a problem with any of that. I have no problem there with a child sucking on chichis. But I think that it's important that we, that society, society needs to, to revere the mother more. Because they only revere the, ca- the, 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 the they only revere the the uh, career woman. If you're not working on a career and you're a stay-at-home mom, you don't get the same respect, which I think is ridiculous. I recently spoke to a woman. Uh, I forgot where it was we were talking. And I said, "So what do you do for a living?" She goes, "I'm a stay-at-home mom," and she said it almost apologetically. And I turned to her and I said, "You know what? That's Can a- I have some new news?" I-, <laughs> I said to her, "That's that's is a re- that what you said to her?" I said, "That's a real job." Good for you. Can I watch I, you breastfeed? You know, it's okay. I, I totally support it. <laughs> well, the Pope actually the Pope uh, made his comments on an Italian newspaper uh, where he mentioned the endorsement of nursing in public. Uh, he actually came up with a... He spoke of a story of a woman um, that had a crying baby. And a big titty. It, it had a crying baby. So he approached the, the woman and said, I, I think your child's hungry. And she was like, yeah, it's probably time. And he said, please, feed it. <laughs> Whip feed it out. the baby. Here, let me help but you. But she was shy. She was shy. She didn't want to breastfeed. She didn't want, she didn't want to breastfeed right in public. Please, right um, now. Particularly, As I here. <laughs> particularly in front of the Pope. He said, in the, name, he said in the name of the baby, the left one, and the right one. <laughs> oh, my feed. gosh. Feed. So he says that he just uh, was making a point about feeding the world's hungry. He feels like there's enough food in the world to feed everyone. We just, you know, we have the resources have to, to do it. <laughs> just whip him out, girls. So let's just do it. <laughs> there you go, Jackie. You're talking about charity. So he said, he's saying if your baby's hungry, you should go ahead and breastfeed, even in public, even when you're in the presence of the Pope himself. <laughs> Isn't that very kind of him? Right on. Right on, Pope Francis. Right on, Francisco. Pa- Pope Pancho. Way to go, Pancho. Pope Pancho. <laughs> I like him. All right, all right. So do I. I'm digging this guy, dude. <laughs> okay, guys, let's move on to our next story. Talking about career women's, uh, career women. A new study claims that if a woman's office wardrobe is viewed as too sexy... It may hurt her career. Hmm. Yes. Uh, this is according to a... Uh, hurt your career? Yes. A it, study from career coaches that uh, spoke to multiple women about their uh, wardrobes. Unless you work in local news. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. Well, uh, traditionally, this is hard because traditionally it's it's helped you with your career. No, it's a sexy clothing. No, if, unless you're if working you're local dressing news. too sexy for work, it could be career. I totally agree. Suicide. It could help you. Go ahead. Let's see what it says. Especially since, uh, in particular, this story is referring to Southern California, where it's a little bit more, you know, chillax in the office environments, not that conservative. However, there are sectors like, you know, we have a lot of attorneys. We have a financial district. Um, So what they (laughs) what they uh, they were saying that it's you should watch out for what kind of clothing you should have. Totally agree. So the experts advise that women should avoid tight and short skirts and dresses, low low cut necklines. Tops with thin straps or a sheer fabric. Um, and they also advise that you should keep your stomach covered and your heels should be no higher than three inches. I there totally is actually agree. a couple things here that I have issues with. Because Okay, which ones? Hold on, hold on, let's go. I oh, want to know what we should we should we should I want to respond to this. Here's the deal. I agree. 
I agree with that. I think that a woman looking sexy is sexy and hot, but there's a place for it. In television, you see a lot. You see some of that. Recently, I watched some of the local reporters show up in pumps, and we were covering like a mudslide or something ridiculous. And she shows yeah, up in pumps. I've also worked with women who who are very smart, but they walk around with these low cut blouses and these high pumps and everything. And I'm sorry, but it 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 lowers your credibility in the workplace. I'm sorry it does. I think actually the opposite. I think if you're really smart and you're rocking some really nice four-inch heels and you've got it going on, I think that makes you a stronger person because you're Disagree. confident in what you wear. Your you're confident <laughs> in what your what, what your actions and your, spe- your speech is. So obviously don't look too <laughs> sexy or slutty because f- there are some that's too much. See, the thing is that you can always create a balance, and this is what the experts also say. Create a balance. It doesn't mean that you need to look like you're covered as a woman, be all covered up and be schlumpy. <laughs> but use your judgment as to what's appropriate in the work environment. Four-inch heels are appropriate, Mia? Well, three inch, they, here's, here's, they recommend three-inch heels. I particularly... I prefer a higher heel, but they recommend three inches. They recommend three just in case you need to kick somebody, saying, right? If you're, you know, your skirt doesn't have to reach to your ankles. It can be a, you know, a shorter length skirt. Uh-huh. But obviously, if you're, you know, your kuka's out, then you got a problem. Here's the deal. We got we, Here's the deal. It's about perception. It's not about how the woman feels. It's about perception. I think. I think. Uh, I, I think Jackie nails it on there because uh, I could see what you're saying. I've, uh, you know. Uh, uh, if a woman's too occupied, uh, preoccupied on looking sexy, yes. then there's probably the nothing top. up there. But when being sexy is easy, like Jackie says, but then be, but there's nothing sexy, wrong with but it. Being sexy, you could be sexy without. I the know, big heels, but you could be sexy low with the length. heels if it's yeah, that but, easy. But there's for also you. understand, understand this, like angel, angel. Understand this when when if there's a, we're talking and presumably we're talking about business attire. Okay? Yes. Presumably we're talking about, Okay, so why is it then a man can't wear a muscle shirt? He, they all wear suits and ties, don't they? Why? I'll tell you why. Because there's decorum. There's a, there's a, uh, a proper way of dressing. There's a, there's a, a, a look Jose, to, to professionalism. You don't want to down-dress a woman, man. You don't, don't bring da- her down at our level. No, women could dress awesome, and they don't have to reveal anything. I know what I'm saying, four inch heels, but it's Angel. perfect the way it is right now. Give them all the liberty they want to dress okay. as much or do, as do little. It, do as what they you want. want, but guess Leave what's going to happen? Like that, eh? If you want, if the woman wants to shatter the glass ceiling, they got to play the game, and playing the game is being wear a be, red tie. Wear, <laughs> be, absolutely, wear the proverbial tassels and, on your shiny shoes. Wear the proverbial red tie because you want to be respected. Then, then demand that respect by saying, you know what, but you know what, I it, understand it ain't all that, that there's a dress code here in L.A. It ain't all that. Like Jackie said, it's chillax in the office out here, over here, and you you got to agree. You see guys wearing their their nice uh, 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 sport coats and nice shirts, but they're wearing jeans with some shiny nice shoes. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, mean, Julie Contreras just posted wearing, a, a, a post that says your dresses should be tight enough to show you're a woman. And loose enough to show you're a lady. There Thank you go. You. Nice, eh? So no camel toe, eh? <laughs> <laughs> no it's camel it's toe. the low necklines. It's the the four inch pumps. 
listen, ladies. I, this comes from you a man can, who raised two daughters. This comes from a man who raised two daughters who wants them to grow up and be independent and, and take on the world and shatter that glass ceiling. I've always stated to I them. I think when it comes I've always to sta- a neckline. Let, let me finish. I've always stated that there should be. No, I've don't, always, don't finish. I want to hear what Jackie I was, says. Hold on. I was to say, I've always stated... I've always stated that there's always a dress code for where you go because people perceive. They yes, perceive. you do. I, I, according to the study, there's, like they said, no tight-fitting clothing, no low necklines. I personally think that there's a balance you can create. I don't wear turtlenecks to work every single day, and I don't think women should be feel like they should have to wear turtlenecks and slacks and pantsuits in order to be respected and to be... You're going to the other extreme, and to be, You're going to the other extreme. You can wear a nice dress. professional... But, you know, if you want to have a low neckline, not to the point where I can envision a penny running down your boobs. Don't get to that extent. A short hem, if you want to have a shorter skirt, that's fine. But nothing crazy. Like I said, nothing where your gookas out. Heels. Even if the heel was a two-inch or a three-inch heel, nothing crazy where you're going to have, like, Leopard feathers, crystals going on. You the thing is, this women, especially women who have a figure, um, um, and they rock anything, it's going to be even more. Oh, my daughter just walked back in. What are you doing here, baby? The boys didn't even try it. No way. <laughs> it's not that bad. Oh, this is delicious. <laughs> great with milk. Nicholas didn't try this. They missed out. Huh? You know the, the thing about my, my daughter. My daughter just came back with the cakes you made for the boys. This is delicious. Uh, the thing with my son. Can is, you bring some milk or a lactating mother? Yeah, I need milk. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about this, uh, Malani, is that Jeez. you know your brothers are. They're very picky about eating. That's too bad. This is delicious. Save this for me. What are we talking it. about, Jackie? We're talking dressing, about sexy clothes. Dressing appropriate at the work office. So, last tip from the uh, career coaches: keep it simple. Yeah. Nothing too exaggerated, nothing too crazy. Just keep it simple. Use your, well, sometimes people's own judgment. I do still but have a do problem. Indeed, but do indeed be sexy, whether you dress a lot or not. I think that women need, uh, not need, I, 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 can't, I, I can't be arrogant and think and know what women want. Whatever. But I dig a, when a woman knows she's sexy, and it's okay. Women can be Own sexy it. without showing anything. I, but when you're sexy, it shows, eh? It's good. Understand that low necklines, high high hems, and pumps that are four inches tall are is aware is attire for clubs and going out. It's not for business. No. Uh, if no, you're, I've if seen, you're twerking I've seen, in it, then it is. No, eh? I know what I've you're seen saying. Business attire. I've seen that's not appropriate. I've seen that too, and it's and not it's appropriate. Like yeah. Slack Skirts, it's, it's, I mean, slack pants it's and not shirts, appropriate. and it's not. Yeah, look at Donald Trump's haircut, eh? <laughs> That's not appropriate, That's eh? That's not appropriate. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> so, women, keep your career in check. Don't commit career suicide. It's about keep it's it about perception. I don't care what you think. It's perception. Keep it simple. All right. Anything else? That's it. That's all I have. Ladies to and say, gentlemen, guys. that's Jackie Cousins with the news and dirty laundry. Jackie brought it, eh? We'll Jeez. be right back with Angels Chill Lounge.
kick back and listen. long-winded discussions or the whole of your vocabulary just to justify it. The truth is simple. It's black or white, good or bad, the force or the dark side. The truth can even be ambiguous at times, but it's simple. So if you think it's a vote or perhaps that it may just hurt, you're probably caught up inside on the details instead of dwelling inside of the truth. The truth is simple. Chill when love. Dun, 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 dun. And that's Angel's uh, Chill Lounge. Get homes. And that brings us to the end of another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And you know what? I'm so happy. And you know, uh, I'm kind of excited to have a couple weeks off, but I'm going to be missing you guys. Whatever, dude. And check us out, though. If you have, if you, you're going to go through twin drawls, uh, another word for withdrawals. So go to our <laughs> website at twintalkcast.com and go to previous podcasts. And check out all our shows, eh? We got some really cool stuff there. Yeah, I'll be posting within the next couple days last week's show. I'll be posting tonight's show. Also, the our special appearance on the Lee uh, Jesse Lee Peterson radio show. So you got a lot of new material coming. So you got material Semi-new. to hold you, hold you through next year. Yeah, through the year. So we want to wish you all a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and all that stuff, and Happy New Year, even though Jackie doesn't like the holidays. It's the Christmas. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, BF, thanks for listening. We'll take good care of her. Hey, uh, Sandro, what's up? Sandro. (laughs) Button that shirt, buddy. Button that shirt. Los pelos, man. Orlando, not Sandro. Sandro, Orlando. Orlando. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Tune in next, or two weeks. We'll be right back. Tuesdays, it's Twinsdays. We'll We'll come right back after the New Year's on Tuesday night. We have some awesome guests lined up. All right, good night, everyone. Happy holidays. Shoo!